on the very first episode of the Netflix Christmas Movie Podcast, Abby and John sit down to watch and discuss The Holiday. John feels duped, and Kristen Chenoweth saves the day the Chenoweth way. All this and more on the Netflix Christmas Movie Podcast. When you have no Christmas spirit, at the very least you can still stream it. So let's get cozy and fill our glass. It's the Netflix Christmas Movie Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Netflix Christmas Movie Podcast. My name is John. And my name is Abby. And we are here because we love Christmas. We love Christmas and, and we, we wanted, love each other. And we love each other, of course. We're married, by the way. We're married. We got par- married this past summer in June. And uh, in the spirit of uh, making things fun and festive and doing things together, we decided to start this podcast. We did indeed. We did. And here we, here we are and here you are with us on this journey, this Netflix Christmas movie journey, if you will. What do you think? I'm excited. Me too. Yeah. I'm excited. This is our very first episode, and we're so glad you decided to join us. What we're going to do here is very simple. If you couldn't gather from the title of the podcast. Which is just <laughs> explain, it just is exactly what we're doing. We're reviewing <laughs> Netflix Christmas movies. So this is a very much a seasonal podcast. Um, we're just going to be putting some episodes out this December and watching some Christmas movies with you guys. Exactly. We want you to be part of this. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to look at all the new movies that are coming out this year in the year of 2020. And we're starting with the first one that came out. We'll get to that in a little bit later. But we have a couple of fun things along the way. So we're going to watch the very first movie that came out back on October 28th. It is The Holiday. Abby, are you excited about this one? No. <laughs> I actually, before we started recording, I begged John that we don't actually watch this one because it looks terrible. <laughs> it's not like good, terrible, because I love movies that Netflix puts out. Like, I love Christmas Prince. Like, there's something about that that is just so, like, fun to watch at Christmas. This looks like a bad, bad movie. I don't want to watch it. I'm, like, actually not happy about it. But Well, whatever. but the thing is, we got to start somewhere. I know, and we're starting here. We're starting here with Holiday. Um, but we have some fun things, including uh, Christmas cocktails. Which we're drinking right now. Can you hear? Can you hear it? <laughs> we made some awesome, Abby made some awesome Christmas cocktails for us. What are we, what are we drinking Today this week, Abby? Today we are drinking a peppermint Moscow mule mm. that includes ice, mm-hmm. vodka, mm-hmm. peppermint schnapps, mm-hmm. ginger beer, Mm. And fresh mint leaves and crushed candy canes for garnish. I thought I was tasting those crushed candy canes. Yeah. This is delicious. Delicious. You guys, we'll have the recipe on our Instagram in case you are not following us already. It's called at Netflix Christmas Pod. You can find (laughs) us on Instagram. See how how simple we make it with the title of the podcast? It's exactly what it is. You know exactly what you're getting into. It's all there. Something else that's fun that you can find on our Instagram uh, Netflix Christmas movie bingo cards for following along with the movie and it has fun things on it like grand romantic gestures and you know the, the movie tropes. The movie tropes. Yeah. If there's a city, big city girl who comes to a small town, um, that will be on the bingo thing. So we're going to have um, our bingo card on the Instagram that you can go and fill out along with us while we watch these very cheesy, amazing movies together. And we would love if you shared that on your story and tagged us in it. That'd be great. We would. It would specifically make John really happy. <laughs> he would probably yell across the apartment and tell me that. We got one! 
<laughs> just so excited, which is cute. So do it for John's joy, please. All right. Now that we got that housekeeping out of the way, uh, again, we're watching The Holiday, and we want to start, we know nothing about this movie other than Emma Roberts is in it. Mm-hmm. She appears to be the star. Kristen Chenoweth is in it. Who I love. She's I'm great. A nerd about musical theater. Right. So they're in it. So it can't be that bad. It really yeah, can't be that I just don't like bad. Emma Roberts. Oh, She's well, that, annoying. that might be... That might be a thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. So the poster. So we're going to do bold predictions, bold right? Bold predictions. So this is going to be in every episode. We're going to do bold predictions before we watch the movie. We know nothing about the movie except that it looks bad. Yeah. Okay. So let me look at the poster. All right. Describe it for us. It says Holiday, um, but the O in Holiday is a heart. Good. That's a good start. It's Emma Roberts in pigtails um, at a Christmas dinner kind of set up. There's like some stuffed eggs what are those called deviled eggs mm-hmm. and some turkey and like a cheese board oh, I love she's at like eggs. a dinner table and she's rolling her eyes and there is a woman facing her is that Kristen Genoa no it's, it's not, not Chris I don't know who this is it's a, maybe she's her like right, mom she's like right in her ear and she's like smiling at her and Emma, uh, Emma basically the, the vibe is Emma Roberts hates Christmas and doesn't want to be there and like everyone else looks happy even there's only one other person but that's what I'm assuming and there's a Christmas tree in the background all right so what can we gather based on this photo Emma Roberts hates everything Uh she's just super jaded and is annoyed and her family sucks um And yeah, she's kind that, of a spoiled brat. Is that like a year round thing or maybe just like they're just the terrible. They're just terrible all they're the terrible time. They're terrible and she doesn't like them. But to be honest, my bold prediction is Emma Roberts is secretly the most terrible one. Like <laughs> she's just bad. She's bad. She's She's got a negative outlook on life. Is this because you don't like Emma Roberts? No, it's just look at her face in the poster. Would you want to hang out with her? I don't know. I don't Would think Would you so. want to go car- Christmas caroling with this girl? I mean, if those deviled eggs are there, I might want to. I'm asking you if you want to go Christmas caroling with this girl with emma roberts with emma roberts and deviled eggs yes okay well <laughs> i'm making a prediction that she comes home for the holidays uh-huh. and her whole family is like oh my gosh you're single so sad and so she has to go out and get a date so that they don't like bother her anymore because not oh. not for love but she just like she just wants them to stop bothering her because she's so annoyed just right. so over right. everything and then um and then she falls in love with the person that and she brings, that she ho- brings home. Oh, I like that. I like that theory to be her date. Ooh, yeah. that's good. Holiday. Holiday it makes sense. Got to have a date. It's got to be on the holidays. There's got to be a date. So that's my bold somewhere. prediction. I like that. I'm going to go with you and agree with the fact that like sh- every year she comes home, her family always gives her grief for not being with somebody, and ooh, maybe they set her up. Maybe it's like a blind date kind of thing. So she's upset. She comes home and they're like, by the way, we know somebody that you might like. And mm. she's like, oh my gosh, you guys, this is, impo- you guys are impossible. Mm-hmm. This is never going to work. But then she starts coming around on whoever she's dating. Mm. Who know? do we think the guy is that she, who is the guy that this jaded, sulky, bratty girl falls in a, love with? Is it a small town guy that she used to know from high school? Mm. Is it, is it? Her is it this redheaded woman's best friend's nephew that she wants to set her up with? Basically, I'm saying there's going to be some sort of setup here. Some, so. some sort of setup. Yeah, okay. I hear you. I do like yours though with the with the uh, hey, be my fill-in boyfriend. For I mean, the that's holidays. definitely already been done in like a ton of movies. So I'm just why like, not do it again? 
All right, now that we have our bold predictions out of the way, we're actually going to read the synopsis, see how close we came to getting this right. Okay, you, you want me to read this here? Yeah, read it. Okay. Fed up with being single on the holidays. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Two strangers agree to be each other's platonic plus ones no all year long, only to catch real feelings along the way. Wow. wow. I was right. You were I, right. I didn't think I was going to be right because there's been movies like that already. Yeah. But they, you know what? We're doing it again. There's a just zero, zero percent for originality, but a hundred percent for making me look good on this podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm with it. You know what though? Based on the sound of this movie, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need another one of these uh, these uh, Christmas mules. Mm-hmm. We need like a fun, snappy name for this, like the 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 jingle all the mule. Oh, jingle all the- <laughs> that's cute. Let's do that. Jingle all the mule. If you want to um, drink your peppermint, jingle all the mule mules. We insist that you join us. We insist that you join us. We'll have the recipe on our Instagram. We're going to begin the movie. Again, we haven't watched it. We know nothing about it. We just learned the synopsis and Abby's bold predictions came true. And so we are going to break down. We're going to watch the movie. Enjoy our jingle all the mules. I don't like that name. I think it's cute. I think we needed to keep it. <sighs> I think we should run it upstairs. No. Okay. We'll run it up the flagpole. Okay. So we'll let you guys know what we land on. <laughs> Maybe give me the movie and then I'll think of something. Great. By the time it's over. You got it. Um, but then once we come back from the movie and we've watched it, we're going to come right back here and we're going to do what we like to call the unwrap where we unwrap the movie. And in this movie, the holiday, we're going to break it down for you. And most importantly, what did we learn? What did we? <laughs> what, what morals did we imbibe from Ooh, this movie? Speaking of imbibe, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> um, I really wish we had mule glasses. I unfortunately, know. it's okay. Someday, maybe we'll ask for that for Christmas. Yes, from well, ourselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll write a letter okay. to Santa. Great. For him to give to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, but yes, what did we learn from the movie? We're gonna do this for every movie. What did we learn? What sort of things about the holiday can we glean from these movies? And how can we apply them to the season of Christmas? <laughs> it's what we all need. It's we what need, we all need. We need to learn these important lessons. And then we'll finally give you our rating, 1 to 10. It's going to change from movie to movie. Depending on the movie, we'll come back and let you know what we're going to rate this out of. Yeah. So so we'll give you all that breakdown after we watch the movie. So if you haven't yet seen Holiday, um, stop listening to this podcast and go watch it and please. then come back and listen to the next section. Uh, so without further ado. Here we go. This is The Holiday. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched The Holiday. And before we jump into the movie, I have to say, I came up with a perfect name. What is it, John? Tell for, us. For the, uh, for the drinks. Yeah, what is okay. it? Okay, it is the peppermint mule log. Wow, <laughs> like yule logs. But it's mule But log. it's a mule. <laughs> Amazing. And boy, did I need several peppermint mule logs to get through this movie. Because I have a quote, direct quote from John during this movie about... <laughs> An hour in, he okay. says, <clears throat> John says, why does this movie feel like four hours long? <laughs> I don't have an answer for you, except that they maybe just fell asleep writing the script and... Oh my goodness. I don't know. It was just not... 
it, it was something else. It was something else. Okay, well. We're sorry if you had to watch it. Well, but the thing is you watched it with us and here we are all together. We have all gone through the same experience. So here we go. We're coming out strong, coming out of the gate. The first line of the movie is the F word. Yeah. <laughs> They're definitely trying to say, this is not your typical Christmas romantic movie. <laughs> she starts off by saying the F word and uh-huh. then puts out her cigarette on a Santa Claus. That's right. She says F Christmas. That's right. And then puts her cigarette on a Santa she Claus. She does. So you know she is the most jaded gal in town. Right. In they, Chicago. They established that right from the top. Um, Sloan, Emma Roberts, is at dinner. Um, and she is... Uh, Totally jaded, totally over her mother saying, why are you single at Christmas? Well, look, Emma Roberts' family in this movie, Sloane's family, is awful. They're pretty terrible. They're constantly berating her for being single. But like, this is like every single line that the family cast members got to deliver were about how sad and single Emma Roberts is. Exactly. Who, by the way, has a mansion of an apartment in right. Chicago. Right. She's gorgeous. Right. She has a full-time job doing something she apparently likes. Right. Like which we don't really know. We have no idea. We don't really know anything about other, her other than an Excel spreadsheet. We don't know what her job is supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, she was like she was like, "Yeah, uh, I'll get you the numbers for Q3. We're looking real good." <laughs> and that was all we heard. That's all we got. And she was doing her job in her pajamas, which we do sometimes. I think we all do. The saving grace of her family, though, is her Aunt Susan. Kristen Chenoweth. Oh, yeah. It was the best part of this movie, which I'm sorry to say is not saying a lot, but no. she was a breath of fresh air every <laughs> time she was on screen. She was the only comedy relief in a movie that was void of comedy. Like, all of the jokes that were intentional, I didn't laugh at, at all. all. <laughs> yeah. So, Kristen Chenoweth is... Um, her name is Aunt Susan in the movie. She's like a trashy Galinda for all you Ooh. Uh, musical theater people out there. Well um, she brought home, the first time we're introduced to her, she brought home a Santa from the mall to mm-hmm. be her holiday. Oh, and they actually say holiday in the movie several times. Many times. So if you had that on your bingo card, saying the name of the movie. In the movie. In the movie. It happens that off, right away. It happens right away and often. <laughs> <laughs> so we find out that there's two dinners going on simultaneously at the beginning of the movie. And of course we have Sloan, Emma Roberts with her family, but then we have Jackson in a different situation. Abby, what's that different situation? Uh, so Jackson is played by Luke Bracey and he's Australian. I wrote English at first, but then oh, realized I think that he's Australian. He, he says Australian. mate a lot. No, no, no. You're right. He was Australian. It's yeah. just, I just assumed English. At the beginning, that's my fault. So he's got he's gone home for Christmas with a, a, a girl who I don't think is his girlfriend. I no, think they've they're only just been dating. on three dates. Okay, yeah. She goes home and basically her family is like a cult, kind of like a Christmas <laughs> cult, and they're like really excited to have him there. They have Christmas sweaters for him. They all wear matching Christmas sweaters. Well, to be fair, his date said that they've been together like a long time, so she lied. Yeah, she was a. Like, they painted her as like, oh, she's a crazy girl who oh, like just wants to have girl. a couple. Uh-oh. It's weird. And then, like, she, he, she gives him a gift of three khaki pants, and he doesn't give her a gift, and she gets upset. And she he, does. He says, but you said we weren't giving gifts. Um, and she was like, you know me well enough to 
we better just do something sexual. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of there's sexual a lot stuff. of sexual things. So she says, "You know me well enough to blank, uh, but you don't know me well enough to know that I want a gift for Christmas." Essentially, it's just it's there's a lot of gross. It's gross. It's it wasn't gross. fun to watch. It wasn't funny. Right. It's it just like, not. and then at the end of that first like section, the beginning with the, with the Christmas theme, the, the double parties. Right. Sloane's brother gets engaged. Right. And she, Sloane, Emma Roberts, is so mad. <laughs> She's awful. Who gets to see their sweet brother they grew up with propose to the love of his life and she's just pissed off because she's alone on Christmas Day? <laughs> that was the whole point of the beginning. So then we find ourselves at the return line of some department store in the mall where Jackson is trying to return the pants that were gifted to him by the crazy girlfriend and her family. And it just so happens that Sloane is behind him in line and she's getting impatient because he's taking forever trying to get money back. He doesn't have the receipt, which it's like, you don't need a receipt anymore to return things, right? You just, you just go in with the tags on. That's all. But, uh, what offended me the most was later on after they talk to each other. So they kind of bond over the fact that he's returning pants. He's taking a long time. And then she describes how awful her Christmas was. And then he describes how awful his Christmas was. So this is the day after Christmas. So this Christmas movie, first of all, I want to say, I feel like we were duped. We were duped. duped. Totally duped. Because <laughs> we start on Christmas Day and then we go through an entire year. With all the other holidays that, Every frankly... Every single holiday. I could care less about. <laughs> this is I not, want Christmas. This is not a Christmas movie, okay? So, holiday, you have duped us. We've duped been us. duped. I'm so glad we had our mule logs. Me too. <laughs> to get so through this movie. basically, Sloan and Jackson meet. They're both being awful people because they are. They're mean to the store lady. They're mean to everyone. Emma Roberts starts right away fat shaming, uh, saying that she was going to eat her way into the pants that she was returning uh, and then holds them up as if it's horrendous to but she, wear that know, size pants. You know what's more offensive to me than the uh, the fat shaming? What? Is her terrible Urkel impression. <laughs> she's telling she's telling Jackson about how she spent all this time like like developing her Steve Urkel impression because she had a crush on a guy who looked like Steve Urkel and then she proceeds to do the worst Steve Urkel impression I have ever heard in my life. It is offensive to fans of Family Matters and it is offensive to me. <laughs> Give me another mule log. <laughs> Throw one on the fire because I am offended. Oh my gosh. All right, so then we go right into New Year's, uh, New Year's party. And uh, oh, they invite each other. Oh, but that's where the first instance comes oh, up. I'm of, sorry, I didn't even just jumped right away. Well, but the thing is, is like they get to talking. She talks about how her aunt brings a holiday, and Jackson's like, "What's a holiday?" And so, for like the 800th time in the movie, we hear the name of the movie in the dialogue, and so they end up going to New Year's Eve together, um, just as like each other's dates. But that way, they keep it like Platonic casual. Dates. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. they're at New Year's. Yes, and uh, Emma Roberts does 
I think the only redemption thing she's ever done, because her character starts awful and stays awful, uh, but a girl is crying in the bathroom because she's about to get proposed to and something red spilled on her dress and she's afraid she looks like Carrie from the Halloween movie. And so she gives her her beautiful black dress and switches with the dress that, you know, has like red stuff all over it. Just like random. It was random. It didn't really mean anything. What are we supposed to learn about Sloane? I thought it was like, oh, she's becoming a better person. But then we never heard about it again. (laughs) And she just wore this like bad dress. Meanwhile, they're making fun of like rom-coms. And it's like, ooh, so meta. Like the dialogue is so meta because they're making fun of the two people in a rom-com who know that they're perfect for each other, but they deny it. But it's like, we're watching a rom-com. That's what's happening right now. So it's- <laughs> Also, I don't think you guys are perfect for each other because I don't like either of you. So I'm not rooting for an- either of you to get together. Nobody is being cheered for at this point. No. And he doesn't kiss her at midnight, so she's like pissed off. Oh, yeah. He has to go to the bathroom He's like, I have midnight. to take a leak and leaves 10 minutes before- <laughs> I'm sorry, if you've ever been to a New Year's party, the entire party you're waiting for the countdown. Is about the countdown. <laughs> like, people are counting down like four minutes before it starts, so you wouldn't go to the bathroom 10 seconds before. So anyway, we we come to find out that she dated some guy named Luke, and they broke up, and um, they were, she thinks that he was so great, he was French. Um, so we, we established that she has been brokenhearted because of this relationship with Luke. And so uh, we get our first montage um, of the movie. Mm-hmm. First first montage, as in there are other montages in the movie. Obviously. <laughs> so this is them like having a, uh, a good time, like people watching and making fun of people. But then there's like a random dance scene where they like try to recreate dirty dancing. And at first, Jackson successfully lifts her up, but then they both come crashing to the ground. Oh, her after. dress rips. Yeah. And her boobs come out. Yeah, apparently. We didn't see that. We didn't see it. It's on it's Netflix. Right. We yeah. started we started the movie with the F word, but no boobs. <laughs> Are you mad about that? I'm not mad about it. I'm just saying that there there was a very clear discrepancy between what's appropriate and what's not. <laughs> All right. So uh can we move on? In New Year's? Yeah. From New Year's they go on to, to Valentine's Day. Yeah. And this is the point of the movie where I'm like, oh, this is definitely not a Christmas movie. We're going through every single holiday. Yeah. So what happens? So uh, she's sad because she doesn't have a boyfriend and because she doesn't want to go out with him again since the New Year's thing. He didn't kiss her and she just thought, well, of course I'll have a a new guy by Valentine's Day, but she doesn't. So she's in the mall getting candy and she runs into her sexy French boyfriend, Uh Luke. Luke. And his new younger girlfriend. Who's eating a lollipop and making lots of sexual, not even innuendos, just lot, saying lots of sexual things. It was pretty like overt. It was a lot. I it d- was a lot. I was nobody like, talks like that. Nobody. That's the thing we have to say about this movie. Nobody in the history of ever talks like the people in this movie. <laughs> I feel like they watched like, like the screenwriters of this film watched like New Girl and how I met your mother and happy endings. And they were like, those are funny things. Let's rewrite those for this movie. <laughs> and that's how they came up with this script. But yeah. like at least 80% worse. <laughs> um, so then we move on from Valentine's Day. They're together for St. Patrick's Day, where we find out that her brother has actually uh, been going to the uh, the uh, the golf 
He's been getting golf lessons. He's been getting from, golf lessons from Jackson. Which, by the way, Jackson is apparently a professional golf player. He's a golf pro. A golf pro. Yeah. But we only see him playing golf once. <laughs> and it's like it's a like virtual, virtual golf. One. Yes. It was so bizarre. With, with his token black friend, right. which we definitely need to talk about. We need about. to get into, should we get into that now? I think or? we need to because uh, like how I was saying how the screenwriter obviously like watched New Girl and Friends and happy endings and how i met your mother they also like apparently watched like the wayans brothers over the years because this was just like a parody of like the wayans brothers and this token black friend and like he did all of the things that like damon wayans and like damon wayans jr would do in television now it was just the absolute worst and he turned out to be who like some instagram yeah okay so it's king bach i was like this guy looks familiar it's king bach so andrew bachelor he, you know, was around in Vine. He does lots of Instagram, YouTube stuff now. And they got him. They got they him got from him. Netflix. <laughs> it was just, it was like, it was just very clearly like he was the only person of color in this movie besides uh, the some, doctor, the doctor who we'll get to later. Yes. Um, but the, the only person of color, he only shows up to support the lead. We learn absolutely nothing right. about him as a person. He's just there. He, to, like, like you could have cut all his jokes. scenes and the movie would still right. be awful. <laughs> but, you know, you wouldn't miss any of the plot. So then we get to speaking of the doctor. He's in an Easter Bunny costume because apparently you need a date for Easter Sunday. Yeah, which is really odd. Which is really weird. I think they're really reaching here. So like the doctor that her mom is trying to introduce Sloan to is the Easter Bunny at this party. His name is Farouk. His name is Farouk. He's, you know, a handsome doctor um, and he's being really charming with everybody. So that's the whole plot of Easter Sunday. We get to Cinco de Mayo. Wait, hang on. Oh, we I'm skipped sorry. over. Kristen Chenoweth shows up to Easter with her new holiday because every holiday she brings her own holiday. Right. Um, always a new man. And she is wearing like a full blown like, like Playboy, Playboy bunny. bunny outfit, <laughs> wearing bunny ears. Again, on Kristen Easter. Chenoweth is the best part of this movie. And then she sees Farouk in his bunny costume and she says that she likes a man in fur. And oh I, I wrote LOL in my notes. I hate everything. <laughs> oh, and then Jackson had uh we Jackson in um at Easter also does some terrible exposition, some terrible writing about how he has also experienced heartbreak, and that is the last time we ever hear about it. Yeah. So he gets like one scene. Never again. All right, moving on. Okay, Cinco de Mayo. Naturally it's Cinco de Mayo, and they play tequila, which, okay, of course. Um, and then they this wake up. This odd, though. Yeah. Can we talk about this? Yeah. They wake up the next day, and they're not sure if they actually had sex, yeah, Sloan and, and Jackson. It's so weird. They, like, wake up, like, in their underwear in her living room, and they're, like, she's, like, wearing his underwear, and she's, like, did we have sex? And he's, like, I don't know. Did we? And he asks her, and he's, like, can't you check? She was, like, can't you check? Like, yeah, I don't know. It was so weird to me. Like, I, I was like this. I don't understand why you guys don't know. Like, I get that you had a lot of tequila, but like. Well, the lesson learned there is that tequila is just poison. <laughs> <laughs> Straight poison. <laughs> um, And then we, we get to Mother's Day, which why do you need a Why do you need a date for Mother's Day? Like they're having this big garden party. For Mother's Day. I also thought it was funny because you pointed out that the scene opens and it's like Jackson and Emma's mom, or sorry, Sloane's mom and, and Sloane sitting at a table and Sloane's first line is, 
it's Mother's Day. <laughs> just, <laughs> just because just like they're like, how aware. do we show them which holiday it is? <laughs> Let's just have her say it. Right. Yeah. Let's just get that out of the way right now. Um, so then Mother's Day happens. We move to the 4th of July. And the big plot point here is that Jackson blows his finger off with a <laughs> firework. <laughs> We're getting slapstick Looney Tunes comedy at this point. <laughs> Um, so that happens. I just want to note because for in a future segment, we're going to talk about this, but, uh, uh, Farouk is at the hospital and he's the one who surgically puts, um, Jackson's He puts the finger back. back. Yeah. So, and then there's like a side plot where like Sloan's future sister-in-law gets high and just, um, Sloan ends up flirting with Farouk in the hospital and they have a moment together in front of Jackson and it's just... I'm so frustrated. I think I honestly like was like glazed over watching that section. I need another peppermint mule log to get through this. Um, Then there's like a random FaceTime scene. So it's like, Hey, we're in, we're in the 21st century. Like let's have a FaceTime scene. So then there's a scene where they're like talking to each other on FaceTime. Yeah. And Sloan is holding the phone like above her head, like my (laughs) space picture, like very odd. So her brother's wedding is coming up and the whole discussion over FaceTime is if they're going to bring each other or if they're going to bring other dates. And so the weird thing is that Jackson ends up going with Aunt Susan, Kristen Chenoweth, which I get, you know, why wouldn't you go to a wedding with Kristen Chenoweth? Right. Because that would be, she's (laughs) the most fun wedding date. Right. And the most fun person in this movie, to be honest. She really is. So, and um, in the wedding, Farouk and Kristen, the, Farouk the doctor and Kristen Chenoweth get together and it's actually really sweet and yeah. really fun. And it's like, yeah, of course. Like right. Kristen's actually like a nice, fun person. And Farouk is like this sweet doctor. Like, of course they should find love. Right. They were the best couple in this movie. Exactly. Then we get to Halloween. Oh my gosh. Where do I begin? Should I begin with the fact that there's this is a, the stupidest thing I've ever seen. There's a Mark Anthony and Cleopatra joke where, where Emma Roberts slash Sloan, her brother, and his fiance dress. She dresses as Cleopatra, and he's supposed to dress as Mark Anthony. But instead of Cleopatra's Mark Anthony, he dresses as the singer Mark Anthony, who was the husband of J Lo, and that's the joke, Abby. That's, that's the joke. That's hilarious. Hilarious. Um, but <laughs> the jokes don't end there because the next joke is a poop joke. <laughs> a laxative joke. Yep. You get a poop joke in this movie, folks. Uh, Sloan is given an antacid, which turns out to be a laxative. And so she uh, has to poop. Yeah, she has to poop. And Jackson just happens to be the one to take her home because they ran into her ex-boyfriend and at the party. And you're hearing her stomach growling. Oh, the whole time. Terrible. There's just gurgles. Like, and just these sound effects they added in. It yeah. was just awful. I legitimately, like, I feel angry right now. It's so maddening. Because I knew it was going to be bad because you. I just knew. It's not like A Christmas Prince, which was the best cheesy Christmas movie ever. Okay, let's move on to Thanksgiving. Okay. The first thing I want to point out about Thanksgiving is that the fact that Aunt Susan's holiday is the dad from the Wonder Years. John got really excited. I got really excited about the fact that the dad from the Wonder Years is in this movie, which apparently, is this what he's up to these days? Because, you know, the the dad from the Wonder Years was the dad of Kevin Arnold, who was played by Fred Savage, who was the brother of Ben Savage, 
who was the star of my favorite show, Boy Meets World. So I got wow. very excited. Dan Loria. Shout out to Dan Loria and his random <laughs> appearance. He has in a this heart movie. attack. And in he this has movie. a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Which I also think he had a heart attack in Wonder Years. Oh, if I'm not mistaken. It's his it's his trope. He was he was a rough dad, but he was really sweet in this movie. Yeah, he was a good, good, sweet old guy. So we got our declaration of kind of love in this movie in the grocery store. So um, they burn the turkey. So Sloane and Jackson go to the grocery store, go to Whole Foods Mm -hmm. to get some food. And uh, she's mad at him because, you know, when they first met, he said that she wasn't attractive. And then they slept together and had their first kiss. She held she held on to that for a long time. Yeah, it was weird. And then and then and then Jackson's like. I wrote this down because they were so bad, but he says, well, I wasn't going to tell you that I found you attractive when I first met you. I wasn't going to say that you have lips that beg to be kissed Ugh. and eyes that make me forget my own name. <laughs> says that in the frozen Isle of Whole Foods. Well, we didn't forget because how could we forget such a terrible movie and terrible huh? dialogue? Um so then, yeah, there's the decla- declaration of love in the grocery store. We fast forward to like almost Christmas where no, they're wait. back at the mall. Oh, wait, you have more? Yes. I'm sorry. Oh. We've got one more Kristen Chano with You were just so more, you were just much more observant I took a lot of I notes. Am. I took a lot of notes. Kristen Chenoweth accompanies Wally and Sloan to the hospital when mm. Wally has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And Farouk is apparently the only doctor in Chicago. Oh, seriously. Because not only is he a hand surgeon, he also helps people who have heart attacks. <laughs> so Farouk comes out and he's like, Wally's going to be okay. And then Kristen realizes that she has found the love of her life and that she must commit to Farouk. And so she says, I effed up. And then they start making out. And you know how like tiny and like Kristen Chenoweth is. She like climbs on top all, of him. All four foot seven of Kristen Chenoweth. Yes. It was amazing. That's the weird thing about this movie is like it's very self-aware. But then it's like it's trying to be self-aware like as a funny thing. But I mean, but also take itself seriously. I, I, I don't know. It just I felt like it didn't quite know what genre it is. It didn't know what it was doing. And the problem with being a Netflix Christmas movie is there's already a precedent for it being really cheesy. Sure. But this wasn't cheesy in an enjoyable way. No. No. Like what it I, I can't put my finger on how angry it made me it feel. It was maddening. I agree. So then we get to almost Christmas. They're back at the mall again. And they happen to cross paths on the escalator. And of course, there's a reverse escalator run in the mall, which, you know, if you're a fan of any rom-com, like that's like a staple, running down the escalator the wrong way. And so that's what happens here. Sloane runs down. She does her declaration of love because there's a choir singing in the mall for some reason. She grabs the microphone as he walks away and she tells him that she screwed up. But I again, got the line here. I wrote it down. Oh, go for it. Here's a terrible line that she says as she declares her love for Jackson in the mall. I thought I wanted a holiday, but the truth is I just want you for all holidays and weekends <laughs> and weekdays too would be nice. And then she, later on she says, you're the only one I want to go through chemo with which was tasteless in my opinion (laughs) because she doesn't have cancer right right so then he pretends that he doesn't care and he walks away but then he's just kidding and then they come back and they hug and then we get our second montage of the movie which is the like credits montage where we see what happens with all of the characters that you don't care about in this movie 
<laughs> so true. I got you. Even the character, even the main characters, right. did not care. Uh, it was also really bad, uh, like Photoshop photos of them, like oh, standing yeah. in front of a kangaroo, and they clearly were not. <laughs> they were not there. It was not Australia. No, it's very obvious. So, Abby, what was what was your takeaway from this movie? Mine is don't be mean to your family, <laughs> because if. <laughs> Emma Roberts' family hadn't been so mean to her, we wouldn't have had to watch this movie. Right. We wouldn't have been subjected to such terribleness. Yeah. So just be nice to your daughters and your sisters, my friends. Can I share mine? Yes, please. What I learned was always say what you mean, because then you won't waste an hour and 40 minutes of people's time going back and forth about like whether you're together or you're not together. Just say what you mean. Just say what you feel. Get it out there. That's like a cardinal rule of dating. Yeah. That's what I loved about John is when we started dating, there was never a question of whether or not he liked me. He's straight to the point, honest, straightforward. Yeah. That's what you need. That's all you need. Yeah. That's what it's about. All right. So with every movie that we're going to do on this podcast, we are going to give it a rating one to 10, but what those one to tens are, are going to change depending on the movie. And because Kristen Chenoweth was the best part of this movie we're going to rate this movie one to ten chenoweths how about that abby (laughs) i love it abby on a scale of one (laughs) i can't even say it on a scale of one to ten chenoweths what would you give this movie um i'm giving this one out of ten chenoweths and the one chenowith is just for Kristen chenoweth it's just for her yeah and the rest of the 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 nine chenoweths i'm not giving the movie is because I was in pain watching this. So I'm going to give it a little bit more grace and I'm going to give it three out of 10 Chenowiths because she made me laugh at least three times in this movie. Okay. So I'm going to give it three Chenowiths. Okay, got it. <laughs> but a low rating overall. A low rating overall. Guys, if you can skip it, skip, skip it. it because it's not worth your time. And it's not a holiday movie. We got <laughs> duped. Duped! You can watch this on Easter. Absolutely duped. Yeah. I thought it would be a Christmas movie. After all, the Netflix Christmas movie podcast. Right. This is not the Netflix Valentine's Day podcast or the Netflix St. Patrick's Day podcast, of which those are all the holidays we had to sit through. Duped. Guys, thank you for joining us for the very first episode of the Netflix Christmas movie podcast. I have been John. I have been Abby. And we will continue to be John and Abby for the next episode. We hope you guys join us for episode two. Thanks for giving Abby and I something to do. If we made you smile, (laughs) if we accompanied you on a drive, please leave us a review on iTunes. Yes. Um, Spotify. Yeah. And follow us on Instagram. Please do. uh, Share our Christmas cocktails with each other. And your bingo cards. Tell us how you did on your bingo cards. We would really love that. All right, y'all, we'll see you back here for episode two. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm going to have another uh, peppermint mule log to wash the taste of holiday out of my mouth. Good idea. Will you join me? Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. Thanks, guys. 